It's Monday night, and that means a brand new episode of Graphic Policy Radio, the show that mixes comics and politics. Uh, For those that listen to the show, they know we care about diversity, and in that spirit, we're talking about one of the most buzzed-about conventions, FlameCon. We'll have a guest from uh, Geeks Out to talk about that, but uh, before we get to our discussion, I want to introduce my co-host, Alana. How you doing? I'm great. I'm great. You know, FlameCon is my favorite comics event of the year, and it's also my favorite LGBTQ event of the year. So this upcoming weekend is a pretty big weekend for me. I'm really excited about it. Well, so while we're waiting for our guests to call in, um, so what is it about FlameCon that you really, really enjoy? I know you went last year, and this is their mm-hmm. second uh, second year that they're doing it. So you know, tell, tell us a little sure. bit about the convention, about what you particularly like. Okay, well, actually, I feel like I should just explain what it is real quick from the about Yeah, text. probably better. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, it's a two-day comics art and entertainment expo showcasing creators and celebrities from all corners of LGBTQ geek fandom. It features thoughtful discussions, exclusive performances, including drag shows, screenings, costumes, and more. Uh, and the expo will begin with a kickoff party on Friday night. That's at the Bell House in Brooklyn. And, yeah, the whole... The whole convention is in Brooklyn at the Brooklyn Marriott, which is a great uh, union hotel space in downtown Brooklyn. Last year, they were at a really cute, like, wedding hall, basically, in, in Brooklyn. And it, we, it was, we, were too, we were too big for the space. So having it in um, Brooklyn Marriott is going to be great. It will be a lot more comfortable. A lot more people will be able to be accommodated. And, um, yeah, so they're expecting over two – wow – Last year they had over 2,200 visitors, and I'm sure that this year will be more. But, um, yeah, I mean, FlameCon is definitely like pan-geek interest in terms of it being comics, video games, role-playing games, uh, animation. Um, I mean, pretty much whatever form of media you're interested in that's geek-related, there's content for you. And... Um, there are going to be creators, including some really big-name people, including some of my very, very favorite comic artists working in the medium today. And I'm really excited because I have a panel that I am running, and um, I'll be able to tell you guys about that in just a little bit. So it sounds like Rachel, our guest from Geeks Out, is yeah. online. <clears throat> Let me dial her in. Give me a second. Rachel, are you there? Excellent. Yes, hello. Hey, how Hi, you Rachel. doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. How's everything going over there? Great, great. So we just gave people a quick rundown of the about text on FlameCon's website. And um, do you, can you just tell us a little bit about your connection with Geeks Out and how you got involved uh, working uh, uh, to help make this amazing event happen? Yeah, sure. I'd love to. Um, I've been with Geeks Out for about three years now. I started when I was a senior at NYU as a writer for the blog. And then I sort of joined, well, I didn't sort of, I joined the board. And in 2015, um, as a board member, I was part of launching FlameCon and in 2015, I did a bit more on the uh, tech end. I did press releases on the day of the con. I did um, hourly updates to the site. And we got a 
bit more of a planned schedule this year in terms of updates. You know, it's just really nice to see what we learned from last year, what we really liked about last year, and how we're just making this year even better. Yeah, I was just telling folks about how excited I am that you're going to be in a bigger space this year. It's going to be really a lot more yeah. comfortable. Do you? Have, how many people do you expect to turn out this year? So far, I actually have the numbers on us on me. That's not it. <laughs> so far, we have sold 1,200 tickets for Saturday. Uh-huh. And I believe more, several more for the full weekend. So we are expecting to have at least the size we had last year and hopefully more just because we do have that bigger space and we want everyone to come out either Saturday or Sunday have it two mm-hmm. years so everyone can hopefully get to experience what we're putting out there. That's great. I, I, I think know, the, the, the yeah. talent of guests that are coming is awesome. It's like some of my very favorite people in comics. You guys have Phil Jimenez, who was on our show yeah. last week, Sophie Campbell from Gem and from Shadow Eyes and Teenage Mutant mm-hmm. Ninja Turtles, and Chris Anka. Uh, who's done a ton of stuff on X-Men, and Kevin Wada, who I want to give him all of my money all the time to make all the art from She-Hulk covers yeah. and Catwoman covers. And, but also a lot of independent creators that you guys are highlighting and people who I basically found out about through FlameCon last year. Um, so what do you think, what, how do you, what do you feel like is FlameCon's role in the broader, like, queer geek community? That's a really great question. I feel like FlameCon's role is really just offering a space for all of us to come together and to wear what we want and to meet creators that inspire us and to just have a space that is by us and for us. You know, Uh it's a place where we want you to feel completely safe wearing a crossplay or just being completely true to yourself and your identity without having to worry about, you know, the other con goers not getting it or thinking it's weird or anything like that. We want everyone to be safe and comfortable and happy. Yeah. I think that one of the best things about FlameCon, and I've said this before is that I think it's the most inclusive LGBTQ space I've ever been in. And I've been in, you know, explicitly LGBTQ spaces since I was in like high school, basically. And there aren't many places that you go that have, where there there actually are people who are L and people who are B and people who are T and people who are T and people like the whole spectrum of people are all there together across a wide age range and, 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 you know, racial diversity. And like a lot of times when people say the gay community, I have to roll my eyes because I'm like, I don't know what you mean. There isn't like one community and maybe things are different in small towns, but as a New Yorker, I'm like, there isn't a gay community. Um, but FlameCon has really felt like a place that's open to everybody, and you see everybody there. I And I, I really think that comes together on our board. We're a very inclusive sort of male, female, bi, gay, lesbian board that tries mm-hmm. to really just make sure that when we hold an event that it is inclusive, the last thing we want is for someone to feel excluded. We try our very hardest to make sure that everybody feels welcome. 
And it's also in terms of turnout, you know what I mean? Like the people who come really are just a wonderful, like diverse yeah. rainbow of people. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, one of the things I thought you guys did really well last year is you guys had um, ID stickers where folks could put their, uh, yeah. their gender pronouns, whether they use he, 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 him, or whether they say she, her, hers, or they, them, theirs. Yeah. For our listeners who don't know, some people use uh, they, them, theirs as their pronouns um, because they don't want to use necessarily traditionally assigned masculine or feminine pronouns. Um, so tell me more about how you guys decided to do that. Well, the pronoun stickers are, again, just a real dedication to the safe space. It makes conversations a lot easier. It just, you know, one of the things we sort of established in Geeks Out is, you know, the idea of a pronoun check, like a mic check. But this, we will be having pronoun stickers again this year, everyone. Yay. And we really love pronoun stickers because it just takes sort of sometimes, especially if you're non-binary or transgender, there is this expectation that you will have to explain yourself at some point, And that makes a lot of people very uncomfortable or sort of dread conversation. And this really takes a part of that out of the experience. You can just put the pronoun there and because it is flame con no one is going to question you no one's going to try to correct you you can wear your pronoun mm-hmm. proudly without having to back it up so to speak a good friend of mine said that she, that, that that like the stickers that they gave uh, the they them their sticker that like they wish they had that sticker on all of their jackets and when i actually got yeah. a pin after the con inspired by that um uh, is there any new talent coming this year that you want to tell us about that I that we might not know about yet? Well, we are having Chris Claremont come to FlameCon, and we are very, Yay! very excited for him. As, you know, for all of us, I feel like the X-Men are just such huge icons, especially in this kind of queer space. So we're really excited to see one of the people that really brought the X-Men to life to come to FlameCon. That's so perfect. It really is like homecoming, you know? Yeah. I love that interview yeah. he did recently where he sort of said, like, that he had intended Kitty and, uh, and, ah! <laughs> I love New York because we get to have the regular soundtrack of the city at all times. Um, yes. Anyhow, Is that on um, your end or my end? No, I think it's on your end. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, okay. It's, 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 it's okay. It's gone. It's gone. Um, so you it happens like one episode. Orlando. Yeah, it happens once an episode. It really does. Yeah. Um, so we have Steve Orlando who wrote Midnighter and he's now doing Supergirl on. Yeah. And um, Cecil Baldwin from Welcome to Night Vale. What other guests yeah. are you excited about? I'm very excited for cosplay guests. Uh, Jay Justice is a friend of the organization and also will be coming to PlaycomCon as a cosplay guest. Um, Jay has been on the Marvel fan cosplay cover as She-Hulk, and I'm really excited oh, yeah. to see what Jay Justice brings to the realm of cosplay this year. That's great. The cosplay I saw last year was just jaw-droppingly creative and great. Yeah. It, it, I took so many pictures, I just could not stop. And um, The Instagram, my account just blew up. Like, everybody was so creative. And, you know, it wasn't one of, there aren't like 50 dudes dressed as Deadpool. This is the one convention where there aren't 50 dudes dressed as Deadpool. It is the one convention. 
I'm sorry. If if someone does come as Deadpool, it'll be as like a fun, sexy Deadpool. Exactly. Or that who's the female Deadpool? I'm such a bad fan. I don't remember her name. Lady Deadpool. Well, I mean, <laughs> Lady Deadpool or Gwenpool. But you know, Gwenpool. Um, yeah. A couple favorites of mine from last year is someone came as Drag Dumbledore, and they had this like just this slender like beard with this like beautiful like silk robe, like matching underwear. And it was just gorgeous. And wow. I didn't like, we weren't totally sure because it was in the cosplay contest. And they said, oh, I'm Dumbledore. And we all went, oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> that's great. I really loved someone came as Jubilee. He had just done like the best 80s Jubilee that I had ever witnessed yeah. in my life. And then there was um, uh, someone who did like a drag bearded pizzazz from Gem and the Holograms, Knock My Socks Off. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I I have actually had some straight people ask me, like, whether I feel like this is something they should go to or not. And obviously there's plenty of straight creators coming, although the focus yeah. really is on queer talent. Um, what what do you guys are saying for when folks want to know if this is a thing that they should go to regardless? Um, well, you know, FlameCon is all about inclusivity, and if you yourself are an inclusive person and you just want to have fun and cool people, wear an awesome cosplay, or just talk to awesome creators and just look around and see all the amazing artists we're going to have, then absolutely come. It's a completely inclusive con. We're going to have a great crowd. So if you want to be part of that, absolutely um, come on Saturday or Sunday or both. Now, how tickets are still on sale right now? But I know that I know that tickets to the the big drag party have already sold out, right? Yes, but tickets for Saturday and Sunday are both still on sale. Cool, cool. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, and they're available on the website flamecon.org. Yeah, yep, we tweeted it out for folks. Great, great. You guys have some awesome sponsors too. You've got Thomson Reuters. Like, yeah. Is that really just them recognizing how big this audience is, or how did you get that happening? Um, it really is just sort of a lot of reaching out and seeing who's interested, and we get really great. You know, this is something people sometimes you're surprised by the enthusiasm you get back, but I think this is something that's been a long time coming, and I think people really want to be a part of it. And we're just happy to have sponsors and that they're as excited about this as we are. Now, were there any cons like this in other parts of the country? There have been. The biggest one I can think of is BentCon, which is on the West Coast, and also on the West Coast, GamerX. GamerX, right. GamerX, I believe might be, don't, um, don't, Actually, I'm not even going to – we're just going to say that GamerX is a great con on the West Coast because I don't know if there are specifically – anyway, they are a great con on the West Coast. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, I, I love to see this expanding. And I first found out about Geeks Out, which is the organization that that, yeah. that, that, you're all, that you're with that, that hosts FlameCon yeah. uh, just at New York Comic Con, like before this was even an event, when, yeah. when Geeks Out was just – starting. Uh, Can you talk a little bit about what Geeks Out does on a regular basis? Yes, actually, funnily enough, um, that's exactly how I found out about Geeks Out as well in 2013. 
was when they were at New York Comic Con. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. Geeks Out is really um, as a website about talking about media, talking about queer news, just making sure that we're current and up to date. And if something happens or there's something we want to comment on, that we're on top of that. And then we're also all about, um, again, having these spaces. We try to have an event once a month. We've had some really great ones. We've had lightsaber practice. We've had a Ghostbusters. We'll sometimes just get together as a group and go to the Ghostbusters film. You know, it's really just about making sure everybody feels happy and just included and like that they can read our blog and say, oh, hey, you know what? I totally relate to that. Or I'm glad Mm -hmm. someone is saying that. Yeah, I've definitely read articles on your site that I felt that way about. So it's it's great to have a dedicated, you know, queer geek online space. Um, And they've got awesome T-shirts. Yes, we do. That's true. The T-shirts are the best. We bought at... We bought at AwesomeCon. My wife bought Strong Female Character, and I bought the Social Justice Warrior one that I rock yes. at San Diego. Yeah. I have Strong Female nice. Character, and um, we actually gave Strong Female Character some, to some great celebrities at Boston Comic-Con this past weekend. We gave them to the DC TV ladies that were there, Sierra Renee, Katie Lotz, and Danielle Panabaker. And we're just, nice. you know... I think we also, Robbie Amell was very sad that he wasn't included, so we got him one as well, because anyone can be a strong female character. The Aww. Social Justice Warrior one has gone over very well when I walk, worn it on the streets. Yeah. Um, when people, people say That's that about our shirts, they say when they wear strong female character, they get stopped all the time, and they're like, oh my God, where did you get that? <laughs> So the one question I've got about the convention, I'm always fascinated about how they began. Like, do you know how FlameCon actually like came together and started? Well, it was sort of a brainchild of the group, and last year we started with a Kickstarter, which was backed, and we loved like our backers were the best people in the world, and thanks to them, we were able to have FlameCon two without a Kickstarter, because you know we were in the black from FlameCon one. And that's really how we got our start is with that Kickstarter. Awesome. Very nice. Uh, one, th- one tip I would have for folks, and let me know what yours are, is that everybody should obviously bring backup batteries for taking photos because they'll take a million yeah. photos on their phone of everybody's costumes. And also to bring cash because the vendors, like independent artists making independent, amazing queer art that you can just buy, are out of this world. Yes, absolutely. Bring cash because Wi-Fi can be spotty. So even if someone has Square, it's not 100% guaranteed. So cash is always the best at really any convention. And my other advice is also if you're cosplaying, um, we will be having a sort of cosplay area in the back where I and Geeks Out member Blaine will be giving demos throughout the day, and we're going to try to possibly have some triage over there. Triage, I believe, is actually how it's pronounced. You know, cosplay repair, like uh-huh. a hot glue gun. But oh, cool. if you are caught in a bad situation um, to cosplayers, just always bring bobby pins, 
Not bobby pins. Well, yes, bobby pins for your wig, safety pins for your costume. Can't go wrong with a small thing of plastic glue. And that's usually what I keep on me. And if you've got someone carrying a bag for you, even consider bringing a small needle and thread. You can duck into the bathroom if you need to. Yes. Uh, about the cosplay, I, it's probably a good point to bring it up. I know there's new yeah. policy this year considering um, cosplay and what is and isn't acceptable from people. So I don't know if you want to tell folks about that. Well, our big policy this year is we are standing with the victims of the Pulse Orlando shooting, and we are not going to be going any kind of gun, whether it looks real, whether it looks fake, into the convention. Uh, this is really just a statement that we don't believe that guns are toys, and we want everybody at this convention to feel as safe as possible. And even when you cosplay with a gun, there is always just, you know, you point it when you're posing with it, and that's just not something we want at FlameCon this year. And it really is not even a statement about control or any of, of that, it's a statement that these are not toys and we don't want them at our convention. And we don't like viewing guns as toys. And I think it's great we also will, for, you know, for people who have yes. like PTSD or other things where they could be triggered yes. by seeing it. That's that's really great. My favorite thing was I think we were getting, are, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. We were getting some really great write up about that policy, and I said to myself, you know what's great reading the comments section? So I went down, and I just saw some really great, they were like, <laughs> are they going to ban hands and feet next year? And the answer to that is yes. So please keep that in mind. This is your last year for hands and feet. What's hands and feet? Oh, they were just, you know, <laughs> it's the idea. It was just when I was reading comments about people that perhaps opposed this policy. Someone was like, this is so ridiculous. Are they going to ban uh... hands and feet next year? And I said to myself, yes, yes, we are. Yeah, it always kind of spirals into stupidity on that one, so I'm not too shocked at all. It It was a great experience for me to remind myself that not everybody is perhaps someone who's going to be attending FlameCon. The people who are attending FlameCon are great. That's true. They really are the best people. And yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, if great, any, thank you for having me. You want to make sure. Oh, great. Thank you. And I look forward to meeting you in person. I, I have a panel on Sunday. Yeah. I'm about to blab about it for folks in a moment. Oh, so. that's excellent. Um, I will be yeah. cosplaying on Saturday and Sunday um, and judging the contest on Sunday. I'm going to be Power Girl on Saturday and Black Canary on Sunday. So I will be there. There goes my question. Because I was about to ask, hey, what are you cosplaying at? Um, yes, thank for, you for, for those uh, for those who really dig the the cosplay contest, look what time is it on Sunday? We do not have a set time yet. We are still just getting all of that out. We have to wait to hear back from a couple of judges because some of our judges are also on panel. But we will okay. have that up on the website as soon as we can. Excellent. Oh, actually, self interested question: This being a hotel convention center, like if it's if it is, in fact, air-conditioned to the Jesus and back, then I might just come in my siren from X-Force costume. It is. But I actually asked this myself. 
I asked this myself, <laughs> and I did hear that it was air-conditioned to the bejesus and back. Okay, yeah, because if we're wearing pants, then people might see me dressed as one Teresa Rourke Cassidy from X-Force. Yes. So we have to have a screaming battle at each other if you're a black canary. We should. That would be amazing. That would be a really great photo, so I hope we get to take that. I actually have cool. <laughs> a, a jacket I throw over the black canary, and I wasn't 100% sure I would get to wear it. I would just be doing the no sleeves and the gloves. But it's apparently uh-huh. so air-conditioned that I will probably have the jacket on. Okay. This is going to work. Yeah. Well, thanks, and I'll see you then. I challenge I you to the duel of shouting. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Rachel. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah, I thanks for coming on. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Yep. So I know right. that lots of our listeners, perhaps the majority of our listeners, will not be able to attend on person on Saturday and Sunday. But I do want to just just give a brief, because I, I think it's a bit of a it's I have a very very um, graphic policy uh, panel that I'm I'm running on Sunday. We're, we're going to be talking about. Specifically, it's, uh, it's Sunday afternoon at 2 p.m. We're at 2 p.m., right? Yes. And we are talking about geek activism. Uh, my guests are Janelle Aslin, who is, you know, is the publisher of Rosie Press and an amazing comics editor herself, and also uh, wrote the very important expose around sexual assault with Dark Horse Comics um, for our own website, um, that came out in about a year ago, well, not a year ago, but back in October. Um, also joining me are Jackson Bird, who works for the Harry Potter Alliance, which is an organization of Harry Potter fans that do organizing in the fandom for political causes and for social causes. So, like, they consider themselves to be Dumbledore's army of justice. And I, I don't know Harry Potter at all, so I'm just, like, repeating, like, the official Harry Potter talking points on this. Um, they but, like, were a social client last I checked. Yes, they were. That's right. And they, um, so like they'll, they'll organize people in the Harry Potter fandom to do fundraisers for important causes. And they actually are launching something this summer uh, to help create trans inclusive spaces and um, all sort of using the narrative device of Harry Potter to tell the story of like building a more tolerant and just world. And I think that's so freaking cool. I like, wish I liked Harry Potter just so I could be a part of that. Um, and, uh, and then Nicole Gatow of Geeks Out, and Geeks Out are the main organization behind FlameCon. Uh, and um, I'm really, the goal is to give people a place to actually talk about the ways that fans are taking geek culture and bringing it into their activist work, but also ways that we collectively can work together and, you know, challenge the old boys network and in, you know, in geek industries and, you know, have more inclusive staff, more inclusive content, and how do we respond when there are moments that, you know, are that need that really need folks to speak out in them and things like that. So, it's it's a complicated complicated topic. Uh, especially, you know, everybody's has a lot of hot take opinions right now because of the really unfortunate, awful harassment that happened against one of the writers of Stephen Universe. Um, on Twitter the other day, uh, like angry fans. And there's a lot of, I think, people conflating um, bullying with activism. And it's a 
it's like there's a lot of complicated conversations that folks have tried to make very simple and fail. And uh, so I'm hoping that we'll have the opportunity to address some of that in the panel and um, put up some good examples of what we think folks should be doing to improve the deep community and the media we consume and support each other better too. And not have it just be like something where fans get in, you know, where it's like fans versus creators or something like that, because that's just not a helpful paradigm in the slightest. The thing that I really like about this panel, and it's something you don't see in a lot of panels, because a lot of panels are usually just people talking about how awesome they are, but yours is actually folks who have achieved things, who have actually like accomplished goals and made change. So it's not just a, in theory, this is what you do. This is These are people who have actually done it. So, I mean, I would like to stress, uh, and, and I will talk you up big time, and this panel up big time, um, I want to stress for folks who actually are interested in activism and, you know, how do you make change uh, more so than just maybe tweeting your thoughts or signing a petition, uh, you know, this is the panel to go to. If you really care about the how to do it and ideas behind these things, like, go check out this panel at SlimeCon. And I can't Thank wait to hear so about much. it afterwards. Because yeah. uh, we've oh, had this great. discussion. Like, to, to me, it's one of those things, like, you know, you and I go to so many conferences and, and, and uh, you know, events and all that over here, and it's usually people being like, and uh, this is what we did, but they never discuss really the how did they do it. It's just a, this was the result, I'm awesome, and, like, that's it. Um, so it's, right. this is going to be, I think, a, a lot cooler, and, and hopefully, you know, it's, it's hard to go into nitty-gritty in an hour, but hopefully, you know, people will be able to walk out, you know, inspired and, a better idea as to, to they, what their next step should be. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, and I'm really looking forward to meeting the listeners there as well. Folks should feel free to say hello for sure, uh, regardless <laughs> of whether or not I'm dressed in any kind of cosplay. <laughs> I'm and I want not, photos. So, um, I want photos uh, of the, the Black Canary Siren scream off. Sounds good. I'm all about it. <laughs> So um, we wanted to bring back a question to our listeners today. Yes. Where's the link? I've got a link. Hold on. <coughs> Sorry, I still have con crud. Um, so we've been talking about this. Um, we want to actually hear from you, the listeners, as to um, what you uh, really like and enjoy about uh, the show, speaking of getting some feedback and, and making change for folks. Uh, we want you to let us know uh, some of your preferences about listening to us. Uh, so we've got some questions. It's going to be a survey. We're going to tweet it up in the uh, on-demand on our site and on-demand on SoundCloud. We'll have links to the survey. But it's, it's simple questions of how long do you want you know episodes to be? Uh, when it comes to reviewing stuff, should we review it the week of or around the week of releases? You know, should we wait until trade paperbacks released or it comes on Marvel Limited? Um, you know, and then finally, I threw in there one of uh, spoilers. What do you What do you care about? Should we give warnings about spoilers? Uh, do we uh, Do you not care about spoilers, or are we doing the devil's work if we reveal spoilers? 
Um, everyone's got different opinions, but we actually care about what you, uh-huh. have, the listeners, have to say. So um, we're going to tweet up a link in probably a minute or two, and um, and then we'll keep it on the archives of the show and all that. Um, so we want some feedback so yeah. we can deliver a better show that you all will enjoy. But as always, thank you for listening uh, beyond that. So, um, this was actually yeah. a very good idea for Alana, Alana came up with. Oh, thank you. Well, it's because one of our listeners, Mike, uh, Michael, who's going to probably listen to this in a couple of days, um, <laughs> he was talking with me this weekend and mentioned that he stockpiles episodes because he te- tries to read things and trade. Um, so he's always behind on listening. And uh, before I began doing the podcast, I always did everything in trade. I basically only started reading floppies because I wanted to be able to be keep up on this, but also because I wanted to support the artists in the way that was going to be most likely to keep their books from getting canceled. <laughs> but um, ultimately, like, we're really here because we want to serve our listenership um, and be useful. And, and so, yeah, we just really want to hear about what, how you want to interact. Yeah. Um, going back on topic of FlameCon, so what are you looking forward to at the show? Sadly, I'm, I'm not going to be there. I'm going to try to go next year. But when it comes to, to the convention, what are you actually looking forward to? So Not to put I'm you on the spot, sorry. Of panel. No, it's okay. I'm a big fan of panels. Like, I just am, um, which is why I proposed them. Ha-ha. Um, so I, I'm probably going to go to a lot of different pa- panels. Uh, there's going to be um, – well, let me look. Hold on. There's, oh, there, you know what? I couldn't get into last year because it was too popular, and I'm damned if I'm not going to get into it this year, is Designing X-Women 2 Fashion Apocalypse featuring Kevin Wada and Max Witter, who does an amazing fan comic about the X-Men, um, and Chris Anka and T. Forger, who actually is like brilliant and just wrote a piece for our website recently about Pokemon, um, but is also known as an amazing cosplayer. And they're going to be talking about uh, how they, we should redesign X-Men characters' costumes because there, a lot of help is needed on that front. So that's like literally my idea of a good time. Um, <laughs> and there's going to be, I know, right? Uh, well, right now I'm going through, also going through my head of like, do I like the blue and gold era? Do I like when they all had different? Do I like the leather era? And yeah. yeah you just I'm, want I an era we, that has fewer, fewer pouches. I imagine we can go an entire show debating the merits of spandex and, and matching costumes in the X-Men. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> exactly. There's a panel that's going to be amazing called Nerdy Birds, Women and Sexuality in Comics, which is going to have Kate Lapp and Amy Chu and Amy Reader and Jill Pantosi. That's going to be amazing. Lots of workshops for writers to learn how to perfect their craft and how to represent diversity. Because like, just because you're you know, LGBTQ yourself, like, it doesn't mean you know how to write necessarily a character who's on a different end of the spectrum of things or who's black or who has a different, you know, who might be an immigrant or just things along those lines. Um, like there's actually a specific workshop called Help, How Do I Write a Transgender or Non-Binary Character? Featuring an amazing panel. And one of my main things, you know, like one of my great things from last year is uh, that I'm really discovering amazing talent, like the folks from Bashback, who were a guest of ours, I believe, in January to talk about their comic about the queer mafia um, that is out to that it's like a you know it's a fantasy that we wish existed <laughs> the queer mafia that protects folks from homophobia and um, 
beautifully drawn comic. The creative team on that was on a panel, and that's how I met them. And, like, just really finding new artists' work to support here. So you're going to spend too much money. It's a fact. <laughs> yeah, right now I'm already doing the math in my head for SPX, which is in, like, a month or so as to how much to spend and not spend. Um, it's, it sounds like an awesome convention, like one that, uh, you know, even as a straight guy, I would know I would find interesting things and um, be fascinated to sit down and see a lot of that. Um, Thank you. I just yeah. found out my panel was put up against Chris Claremont and Phil Jimenez, so I kind of want to die now, but uh, I think that's, a fan, that, that, that's faith. It means they have faith in our... Um, in our uh, appeal, perhaps. <laughs> He's going to be your your Will Wheaton, which I don't think I've ever told you that story, but yeah, Will Wheaton's my nemesis because of panel. He was on a panel up against yours. So there was a good few years I was doing uh, PAX panels um, all in a row, and every single year my panel was up against Will Wheaton. And oh, wow. I would start, yeah, so I would start off every panel with hey, thanks for coming. Uh, you know, I appreciate you coming here. I'm positive that you tried to go to the Will Wheaton panel but couldn't get in, so we were your second choice. And the majority of people were nodding, and I was like, all right, it's, it's all good. <laughs> so he became my nemesis. Yeah. Well, getting into, you know, the wrong panel, like, I, I couldn't get into what I wanted to get into, so I ended up in a Valiant panel last year at Comic-Con, and it ended up being very enlightening. So it can happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think some of the the best things I've seen at conventions is when I like accidentally stumble on stuff. Um, but it's not it's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, no, not at all. It sounds like a very, very, very cool convention. I'm sure you'll return on Monday and have a uh, hell of a, a breakdown as to what was cool and what you see and what did folks miss out on. Yeah, yeah, and you're, I have not heard anything about the most recent cons that you guys have been at, so well, we, can download. A, we can always do a convention wrap up because other than talking about San Diego, we haven't we haven't talked about that. So yeah, we, we could do it. No, do not a at all. Not at all. Nice. Cool. Um, so thank you. I'm mean, uh, you know we're having a bit of a short episode tonight. Perhaps yeah. to test out whether the format suits our <laughs> listeners. Yes. Um, so, folks, thank you for listening, as always. Uh, you can catch this episode. It will be on demand on iTunes, on Stitcher, probably about like an hour or two after this ends. It will also be on SoundCloud tomorrow and uploaded on the site. Uh, as I said, we, uh, we have the survey. I just tweeted out the survey. Uh, for those who are catching it, at least on our, our website and SoundCloud, um, it will be there. Uh, our website is graphicpolicy.com. I encourage folks to head to the to the site. We've had some really, really cool uh, interviews, uh, a lot coming out of San Diego Comic-Con. Um, this week we've got uh, Gary Phillips, who's going to be doing Vigilante Southland, uh, Robert Venditti, who writes Hal Jordan and Green Lanterns, and I'm totally going to butcher her name. It's uh, Rachel... Ah, I'm going to completely forget her last name, and I apologize. Uh, she's the one doing the... Um, doing the uh, fashion line with uh, based off of Betty, Betty and Veronica with Archie. Um, there's going to be stuff oh, that wow. I've, 
going to be news to everyone that is relevant about um, about the Clinton campaign. Actually, we I found out the origin of "I'm with her," for instance, uh, which was really really cool. Um, and mm. we're going to get more about the fashion line because not many people have uh, do we get a lot of news on that. We don't know much details. Uh, so that will all be up on the site, and I think we also got. I also have an interview with. Uh, oh my God, I'm totally blanking on his name, and I feel really bad. Um, the writer on Hadrian's Wall, which is going to be a new series coming out, and um, the writer is um, Kyle Higgins. Sorry, uh, Kyle Higgins. Hadrian's oh, okay, Wall yeah. is going to be coming out. Yeah, cool. so he did Kyle. He's got a new series. Um, I was able to get an interview with him, so I just need to finish uh, typing that all up. So he, it was a really fun one to talk about, and a really cool series. I've, I've read the the first couple issues, so uh, highly recommend it. So that's all coming up this week. We've got, as I said, a lot, a lot of stuff. Um, so you can catch us at graphicpolicy.com. Of course, we're on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all at Graphic Policy, keeping it nice and consistent. And we're can follow all so you. Yeah, and I'll be. And I'll be tweeting policy on Twitter, but also from my own account, which is E-L-A-N-A underscore Brooklyn, like the city where everything's happening. Uh, and I'm also on Tumblr at Elana Brooklyn with no space. And, uh, yeah, um, I'll yes. be definitely posting a store if I have all the cool photos of you guys that I take. So. Yep, yep. Um, so, yeah, so uh, if you're listening to this and you're listening to it before – Saturday and Sunday, go check out FlameCon if you are in the New York City area. It's a definitely an awesome convention um, that I have only heard good things about, so uh, go support them. Uh, and as always, thank you for listening. We greatly appreciate it. So until next time, uh, next Monday we'll be back. As always, thanks for listening. I'm Brett. I'm Ilana. Keep it geeky. <laughs>